Hello and welcome to Sunnydale Study Group, the podcast for returning Scoobies and Buffy newbies. I'm Omar. I'm Chris. And I'm Holland. Today we are joined by a very special guest, Mirasella. Hi, that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't plan an intro. That was all I, that's all that came to mind. That was good. That's one of the best ones you've had so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, today we'll be talking about episode 18, if I'm not mistaken, of season two, Killed by Death. Right? Yeah. Yep. I feel like there was like suspense in the air, but there's not Yeah, you sounded either, right? like you were going to keep saying yeah, stuff. Is that what it was? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and just so you know, we are a Buffy podcast that goes episode by episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer and uses the episode to talk about life things. So we'll be doing that in this episode. But first, let's head to the library. I feel like I lingered in last week's episode in the intro, and I feel like in next week's intro I linger for a while, so I just wanted to get into the library as quickly as possible. Is that all right with you guys? Yeah. Yeah. I feel safe in here. I like libraries. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We were originally, we recorded the intro in a hospital, and then I just, I've always felt weird about hospitals. Is it because, oh wait, never mind spoilers. We'll wait till you do the thing. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We know what. Let's just keep cranking through. We got a really good energy here. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk about our, our special guests more in a second. But uh, let's say that you had a special guest over at your house, and you had to make uh, some food or something like that, and you were just playing the episode in the background. You kind of zoned out. Or let's say you were watching the episode and you were paying close attention, and you still managed to zone out because the episode's kind of weird. Or maybe you were trying to figure out if someone died in your house. Because you got distracted by a Hello Giggles gonna, article. <laughs> we're going to talk about that in a, <laughs> in a second. But before that, Chris is going to summarize this episode in five super easy, flu-inducing sentences. So Chris, take it away. The population of Sunnydale High is stricken with a flu virus that even the Slayer is not susceptible to, and she really is gives it, in, we'll wait is susceptible sense. to. <laughs> it, we'll close it up now. One. Is susceptible to, and she gets in a fight with Angel and Jealous, and then after he runs, she passes out, and they need to take her to the hospital. One. Now, Buffy hates hospitals because her cousin Cecilia died in one. I think it was Celia. And Celia, before she died in that hospital, she did this hands-in-the-air screaming thing, and Buffy <laughs> repressed that for ever so long. Trying to never ever think about it, except now that she is in this hospital being like, hey, Angel's out there and I'm the Slayer. I can't be in this hospital. Two. Two. Uh, Buffy befriends the children of the local hospital who are all afraid of some evil man that they call death. And upon further research, they find out that this is a man called Durkindestard. Mm-hmm. And Durkindestard sucks the life out of children with these tentacle things that shoot out of his eyes and he's killing all the doctors or anyone in the hospital who might be able to get onto his case. Three. Buffy's a... They re, the gang figures this out and Buffy stays in the hospital because she wants to fight this thing but all the children have vanished into the sewers and so Buffy realizes the only way to actually see this thing is if you have the fever that she had before, but since she's been cured by the fine doctors of Sunnydale uh, doctor place, <laughs> she, she has to reinfect herself with the virus. Four. <laughs> Buffy sees the demon with her, with her fever eyes and kills it. 
Five. That's it. Way to go. I feel like you're nailing these these <laughs> cram sessions, Chris. Thanks. Thanks, Mia. Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did and a Omar thumbs sentences. up, but they couldn't see. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I want to uh, talk about this episode and our own personal health affliction Sorry. stories. But before we do Why? that, thank oh, you. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do on the podcast. I know, but I just realized. I know, I didn't think about that either. We'll pretend that we're totally normal people or something. Oh or? dear. No, when you said it, it was it was really scary the way yeah. you said no. it. It was like oh, opening up is a scary thing. Being vulnerable, uh, lowering your walls. So uh, thank you so much for joining us in this uh, uh, in this session, Mia. Oh, it's thanks. weird what to is... say your name. I know you doesn't call <laughs> me by my name. Yeah, uh, uh, we have a YouTube channel together that's Two Bro Geeks, and then we met Holland through the Geek and Sundry blog search. Yeah, and then how did you meet Chris? Um, I met Chris at the same time as you at a murder mystery party mm-hmm. uh, with our writers group. We had a murder mystery party, and it was like an old Hollywood themed. Uh, murder mystery and what had happened was there was like a murder on the set and then Chris was the director mm-hmm. and Omar and I were the writers of this fictional thing so we en- ended up interacting a lot in character mm-hmm. I think part of I think I partially thought some of the things you were saying were in character but then I realized <laughs> later like no that's like legitimately how how's how you talk sometimes it's great Chris is very uh, epic in how he talks thanks Mia yeah you're very then Mia, quickly. I'm trying yeah. to do like a motion, but they cannot see it. Very, epic is the best word. That Mia I should say. not have a podcast. Thank you. <laughs> too, I, too, I, too many motions. I, t- I talk with my hands. You need a live stream of this. Yeah, the live stream. Yeah, Mia and I realized. We, remember, we realized we were lunch buddies. That like. Yeah, that like trade lunches. Yeah. basically. We were like two like little kids who had like halves of sandwiches and like we're like trading like peanut butter and jelly for turkey and. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. a past life. Yeah. Or this, or this one. one. I've. Think it's still gonna happen. It yeah. almost happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like there's limited past lives where trading a peanut butter and jelly for yeah. It might just sandwich. be this. It might just be this <laughs> like one. You probably have like you can. You know, like back, back in the War back in the 18th century, latest, you're trading our lunchables earliest. and fruit. By <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we travel through time. Oh, want peanut butter jelly? <laughs> That's how they discovered fire. Uh, <laughs> so they could light fire to find the peanut butter and jelly. Exactly. Did, in the was, forest. was it George Washington Carver who invented peanut butter? Because he butter. did. He do. He was the guy who did all the stuff with the peanuts, right? Yeah. Pe- yeah. yeah. You are correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know like, you're peanuts. Saying. I can do. It was like a bet. It was yeah. like that, like game. That's like not match or whatever. But like you have like the one like word, and you're like, how many mm-hmm. words can you make using just the letters in this word? Count like peanuts. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Well, in England, there's a show, Camp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that they play on the IT crowd? Yeah. Yes. yes. That's how I know it also. Yep. <laughs> Should we get, are we going to talk about Buffy? Is that why? Uh, we rarely maybe. talk okay. about Buffy. <laughs> we, we usually get a good amount. I saw it. I saw on t- on your Tumblr there was like a bingo. Oh, yeah. Oh, on JP. And one, yeah. I noticed one of the spots was like the gang goes off on a tangent. Oh, that's... Mm-hmm. You there's can just... Color that square yeah. in permanently. We established yeah. that like row two is just literally all me. Oh yeah, it was like X Files. Like, well, because one is like specifically Holland talks about X Files, but then it's like Castle, Nathan <laughs> Fillion. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Like, I remember yeah. now. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the Holland column. Yeah, I was like, hmm. <laughs> you're like, hmm, I wonder who this is directed <laughs> towards. Mine was like Chris has a panic attack in the cram session. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I saw that too. That was good. <laughs> That one is becoming. That one is not a, a fair square anymore. No, I've been uh, getting. I've been confidently mm-hmm. strolling, striding through those. those you know what? Panic Your skills blips. have been. Your skills have been sick. Speaking of sick, 
Buffy uh, has to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. She's got a fever. Uh, yeah. So Slayers can get sick. Yes. It's not like a, the body will constantly heal and react, like Darwin from well, X Well, it seemed like that, I mean, obviously she healed faster, like, from her yeah. uh, Angelus inflicted wounds. Like, you're like, That's wow, right. the swelling is gone. Like, yeah. she, she Wolverine-style healed quickly from that, but she just mm-hmm. also had a virus. Yeah, I mean, the flu... Do Slayer, does Slayer immunity cost? <laughs> Thank you so much. That's the end. You also need a camera on you. We both, we move a lot. We yeah. kind of did a thing. You're like, shrug. Uh, you watch it was my a creative face. shrug. Thanks. Okay. It wasn't like a boring shrug. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, That's we, funny. Uh, th- does the Slayer flu introduce the super flu? Like, because she heals so fast that the flu becomes that stronger? It, it oh, mutates. you think that because it's inside of her that it becomes... And then it sick. gets out, and the normal people who aren't Slayers oh, yeah. get that she, flu. She was way too close to, like, everyone. Like, I was surprised that the episode didn't end with everyone being sick. Yeah. Because everyone was, yeah. like, way too... Yeah, like, you're right. They're all, like, up in her business, bringing yeah. her balloons. I thought at the end scene, her forehead. they should have been sick. They, yeah, they, they looked thought. almost like they were, like, all huddled there because they were sick, but then it, that they, they weren't. weren't. They yeah. have all gotten sick. Mm-hmm. What if it's because, yes, the Buffy had a little bit of the flu, but this is the episode that directly follows uh, the death of Jenny Callender, uh-huh. and that in combination with the trauma from that, plus the fact that she's getting sick and the then stress. has to yeah. fight Angel, that that's almost just kind of an emotional breaking point. I mean, that's yeah. what Joyce says, like, because Joyce is like, oh, Buffy's been so down, like, blah, 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 she never gets sick, so, like, she mm-hmm. does... I think that is kind of like written in there to be like, oh, she. This is because of all these. It's just a perfect storm. <laughs> but also, like, yes, Buffy is going through more stress, but like the other characters are also going through stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, well, she also just got sick yeah. too. I think it must. Yeah. It could be like the swine people, flu. Well, other people mm-hmm. at the school had the. Yeah. If Willow had also, you got the swine flu. I did. I really did have the what? swine flu. I it was horrible. Fun. Yeah, that's what I've heard. My best friend. What she was like, Oof. patient zero. She was like typhoid Mary at our high school. Got swine flu. They like wouldn't let her go to school for like the last month, and it was like right Sick. before graduation and stuff. Oh yeah. But she, because I had to bring her all her homework and stuff, but I wasn't allowed to like interact. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah swine flu was really, really was bad. bad. I like, I, I get sick easily. I, I get the flu sometimes. I've So I've had the flu. It was the worst yeah. flu I've I was, ever I was had. actually just talking about this because I went to go meet with these girls. I, I'm moving, so I went to go meet with these people that I was possibly moving in with. And one of the girls, we ended up talking about swine flu for some reason. And she was talking about how the first time swine flu went around, one of her friends died. Oh, my God. And then she got swine flu, like, when it went oh around God. again a few years later. Oh, my God. That's it was so like, scary. But, like, the way she was telling it was very kind of like, oh, ha-ha, yeah. And then, like, everyone – and well, well not like not like that. She was just being, like, okay. about it. Well, she probably matter of fact like about Mickey it. Mouse yeah, thing. no, but Ooh. then – and she was basically, like – she was like, oh, and the first thing all my friends said were like, oh, yeah, so-and-so died of that. And she's like, yeah, I know. Like, why is that, like – That's a horrible thing to say to a sick person. It was, like, a funny story, but at the same time, I was just like – Oh my god! <laughs> like, That's intense. What? Yeah. I was in New York City during the swine flu outbreak, and I remember the day that it was like, "All right, everybody, it's spreading." I was like on the subway, and everyone was just kind of looking at each other, just kind of, <laughs> like, and then like someone would get on with a mask, and you'd be like, <gasps> and everyone was kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like shadily, like shiftily looking at each other. Yeah, I never caught it yet, but we. I was in Isla Vista at the time um, because Omar and I were both at UC Santa Barbara when swine flu was making its 
major rounds. And like, it was the opposite of that. Everyone just did not care. Like, there were all these students. Alcohol kills germs. Yeah, it was yeah. that. It was like, well, let's just still it's play true. beer pong. Yeah. I have this wine flu, but it's okay. I'm going to still play beer pong. It's like, everyone's mm-hmm. a college student. And it's very communal there. It's sunny. Everyone's outside all the time. So even if you're sick, it's, it's like being sick in the summer where you mm. just like don't feel like you could have a cold because it's the summertime. It's fun. Um, it's sort of like that. Everyone is like still partying. So then that's why it became a really big problem mm-hmm. in Isla Vista. Like a lot of people got it because when people would start to feel sick, they just like wouldn't isolate yeah. themselves. Yeah, they would. They wouldn't quarantine themselves. They're like, I'm not letting this little sniffle take me away from parties. Party, What's party. your guys' sick routine? Like the second you feel like you're starting to get sick, what do you do? I get, do you know what fire cider is? No. Fire cider is a combination of uh, like vinegar and turmeric and cayenne pepper. Oh, you call it? Oh, yeah, I've heard of that too. And so I get that. The store-bought brand is is fire cider. You can mix it yourself or you can find little variations. What I do is I get that stuff. I drink it all day. It tastes intense. It makes you like your ears like... The garlic is intense, and when I sleep, I'm telling you, camera, you need to live stream. <laughs> Your ears are like, woo woo. Yeah. yeah. And then when I sleep, and I learned this from my German brother-in-law, Marcus, I wrap myself in like a cocoon <laughs> of sorry. blankets, and I, and it, even though it's super uncomfortable, I just sweat. So you sweat yeah, it you out. Sweat it out. That's the thing. That was the doctor's diagnosed for the kids. That was the solution, right? He's gonna turn up their, their temperature. Oh yeah, their bodies yeah. To fever it out because you you thought that he was being a bad guy but he was actually and they're like look Still at this controversial guy. treatment he's doing but actually the way they described that treatment just sounded like a normal vaccine yeah, yeah. Really i was did. like yeah that's not like a flu yeah. shot that's yeah. like why is everyone like, so why, upset yeah. are there anti-vaxxers in the 90s like but what's also, going I was like, on why are you surprised <laughs> that this is like this is what you do like you know that a vaccine is just getting the same virus like so you can fight it it's off. not a real yeah. it's like an empty yeah. version of the virus yeah. and he's basically doing i guess it's slightly different because it's not an empty version of the virus it's a, like a lessened version of the virus but, but no that's what a vaccine is like it's well most a, vaccines are like an empty just the casing, the casing. Right? yeah they're not they don't have the actual so virus the really? mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. most vaccines don't have any of the actual virus that's like an alive virus i didn't realize i thought mm-hmm. you were just getting a small portion of the virus which is why sometimes you get sick <laughs> no i think you, sometimes you get sick because your body like so they give you something that the yeah. body will recognize as the virus yeah. and then fight it so sometimes like you'll get those symptoms because your body is fighting it but mm-hmm. it's not actually making yeah. you sick so vaccines are perfectly safe. Everyone should get vaccinated. Science is so crazy. I've started um, getting it. What? Why? Because I haven't gotten the flu. Oh, yeah. Oh, like just flu, flu shots. shots. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but- flu shots. Okay. Oh, I mean, I've gotten all my basic vaccines. You're like yeah. vaccinated. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. I'm vaccinated. Well, scoot away. Like, but, I don't like, <laughs> but every year when it's like, get your flu shot, I'm like, no thanks. No, yeah, I, it's no, fine. No, I've stopped getting right. them because I'm lazy. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's not like a required thing, but I get the flu so easily that mm. I have to get it, or I will get the flu like three times. Mm. It's I'm just very sickly. I'm a sickly child. <laughs> so then, if you get sick, we can have you come and see where the murderous demon is. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great demon. That's a great design for a demon. It's, it's scary. Creepy. Yeah. That's not Camden Toy, is it? I don't believe so. We can look double check. Um, it's our friend Camden Toy, I believe. <laughs> friend, of show. friend of the show. Friend, friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great uh, Friend of the show, Camden Toy. I mean, that's, that's what was so... That's also the good part about this episode, I guess, is that, like... When you're sick, you just feel like there are demons. <laughs> like, you just feel yeah. very scared. When you're sick, you're it's scary. It's a weird episode, but it does... 
represent feeling sick pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I watched this episode when I am sick and it was I was like, yeah, that's pretty right. <laughs> yeah. Everything's blown out and weird thoughts are drifting through your head and people think you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being sick is the worst. Mm-hmm. I get sick all the time. What are your guys' sick solutions? Sick solutions. Um, I usually just go about my day and like I well I started getting sick everyone in my office is getting sick so I was just like drinking emergency and Mm -hmm. like because I'm one of those people where like I'm the worst like if I'm sick I will just continue about you are who would have made the swine flu perpetuate like I remember one time in high school I had strep but our class trip was the next day and our teacher was taking us to like the letterman set so I was like I don't care I'm going so I just I fought with my mom so I could go to school um, after I was diagnosed with strep, and they were like, you're contagious for at least 24 hours. So, like, don't go anywhere. And then I did. And I remember, because I was, like, sitting on the Colbert set, and I was like, I mean, the Letterman set, and I was like, wonder how many celebrities I can give my strep Yeah, I know. I was going to ask, <laughs> how many people did you get sick I think, like, all, like, the guests were, like, the desk. I think it was, like, <laughs> Kaylee Kuko, Eddie Murphy, and, like, Jacob Dylan, which is, like, a really What a weird spread. <laughs> what a weird spread like, of people. I hope people. one of them. No, hopefully not Letterman, because he was, like, old, and I was like, oh, man, I don't want to accidentally get, like, an old Give person. Give it to Kaylee. She's, she looks like she is I wonder if she got strapped. I, I hope she, she should just let you me know. You hope that she got strapped? No, I didn't. <laughs> is that what I happened? That. that was just said. <laughs> I heard it. It was recorded. <laughs> Roll it back. Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> no. that's what you said. Publish that. Yeah. Kaylee Kuko, let me know if you got strep throat. She keeps rejecting me, even though I live right next door. After going on that you are. <laughs> uh, i watch big bang theory so, just uh, usually uh if i have to do stuff i will um just get as many fruit related things as i possibly can and i just like just ingest a ton of fruits and i don't know 100 percent if it's like there are more proactive things i could be doing well i super hydrate i drink green tea yeah so i drink a lot of water a lot of green tea and eat lots of fruit that but just cancels out yeah, exactly. yeah, it just all flushes out of my system. It doesn't even do anything. But my my thought process there is I just become someone who is super healthy. And so it's just like, I'm not the kind of person who gets sick. And then the second that, like, I don't feel sick anymore, I go back to my normal lifestyle of, like, staying up all night and, like, nice. lowering my immunity system. Well, uh, as our, I believe, previous episode extracurricular activity indicated. Garlic. Garlic. Is Berries. no matter oh, yeah. what you intake. Oh yeah, garlic's super good for you. Garlic. Oh, just is... to explain that that situation there, I, I posed a question to Dale last night, which was pumpkin fruit or vegetable. Looked it up. It's a berry. It wasn't so Dale. Weird. It was me. Well, I posed it to a lot of people, but <laughs> oh, the reason I how it embarrassing am I? Because I'm still right. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. All right. It was sure. a party question I asked That's a lot right. of people too. That's fine. But I actually do remember how it was Holland. <laughs> but I also okay. I mean, it was Holland. <laughs> Whatever. Um, favorite part of the episode: Xander confronting and jealous. Yeah, yours. Yeah, correct. That is your favorite part. Of the <laughs> that is not correct. <laughs> um, uh, Chris's ding, ding, ding. favorite part of the episode for one hundred. Um, the Xander part. I'll take yeah. this one, Alec. Uh, I actually <laughs> thought I, I thought Xander was very good in this episode. Like yeah. sometimes when you rewatch it, you're like, "Oh, Xander, you're being the worst right now." But this mm-hmm. one, he was like totally not the worst. He yeah. was great in this episode. Mm-hmm. He, I loved him and Cordy. Mm-hmm. Their scenes were oh, great. Oh, Cordy bringing the donuts is my favorite <clears throat> moment. Even though yeah. Krispy yeah. Kreme wasn't in California until 1999. Wait, really? Yeah. So she had to really. She pull went some to strings. Nevada or Arizona or <laughs> Oregon. Now that is love. <laughs> she took the private jet mm-hmm. 
Love is never having to say thank you for someone who just flew to another state to buy you Krispy a Kreme. kind of donut that wasn't popular. Yeah. Throughout the whole a donut that honestly isn't the best donut. As, you live in California. No. There's so many good donuts. Um, a California donut in LA. As you were talking, Chris, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is going to be some great quote. It's going to go on a bumper sticker. So that, but you kept talking with a bumper sticker and my mind just kept getting longer Is this tailing longer. behind the car? Because I was like, oh, I'm about to get like a great sound bias minute and I'm going to be like, you should put that on a bumper sticker. Like, that'll be my little thing I say. And then I kept going and I was like, oh, nope, no, this is, it's like. Love the, is dead, you know. Uh, well, originally the Constitution said. You know, like, in, your, in my mind, the font kept getting smaller and smaller yeah. to like accommodate the bumper sticker. <laughs> if anyone out there wants to make that bumper sticker, good luck. JP? <laughs> Ball's in your court. Ball remains in your court. Uh, <laughs> that's a basketball reference. Yeah, that's a good oh. one. Oh, my favorite part, <laughs> my favorite part of this episode, uh, or at least one, I'll just say it's my favorite part, um, and it's surprising because it's a Cordelia line. But when she says, I have it written down, tact is just not saying true stuff. I love amazing. that. I love That's that. amazing. I you, love it. You pointed out, we were watching mm-hmm. it together to uh-huh. catch up, and you were like, Cordelia is like super smart. Yeah, she, she just doesn't employ it like, all the time when she doesn't need to. She sort of reminds me of, uh, you've seen another period, Ricky Lindholm's character. I need to watch character. that, actually. There's, there's, I mean, it's not to the extreme of another period, because another period is like very high yeah. in reality, but like. Uh, she just, if you watch it, it's like Ricky Lindholm's character is this really ditzy character, but she occasionally says these really smart things. Then those things freak people out and then she acts ditzy again. And it kind of is like how Cordelia is where she actually like, even though that line she says is not very tactful, yeah. it was like, wow, you know a lot about psychology yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. That's like a really smart thing to say. Yeah. She mm-hmm. says a few. Uh, I like her in this episode. Ago, she also said something and she was like, yeah, I know this stuff. And it was like a very, it'll come to me later. Mm-hmm. And she's got another moment in the episode later as well. <laughs> With Giles? Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, what does that demon do? I love that. <laughs> it's like it asks endless questions and prevents us from getting anything done. Wow, that's a demon, a demon for, for everything. everything. yeah. Uh, the demon that she's looking at in the book is the guy from Puppet Show. Is the actual oh. villain from Puppet Show. Is in the book with the really, oh. really drawn kindred. Oh, Kinder yeah. Just kidding, that's not what it's called. Also, that's why was it on the cover, German. though? Like, why was the the hospital guy on the cover? I guess because the whole book was about him. Was the whole him. book about him? Like, but it was different it. things. But yeah. also, like, <laughs> it was like, about the author section. Yeah. Yeah. But I was confused, too, because the drawing, <laughs> the drawing that the kids make, kid makes isn't, like, an accurate... Like, no. I don't know no. how they would have recognized... It looks more like the mutant enemy Yeah, I don't know anything. how they would have recognized that face as being... I yeah. almost feel like it's tight in the script, but then, like, I don't know if they just, like, art department makes some things, <laughs> and then three different people make the things, and they're like, oh, well, these are our props now. Like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> and the... <laughs> what led them to not seeing the cover of the book? Yeah, I know. I just don't understand. get this one? Don't look at it first, Cordy. Just open it. <laughs> well, well, that's fine, but I just don't understand rhythm. why he was on the cover if the whole book wasn't about only him. That's what was confusing. Mm, that's right? unusual. I yeah. sure. I, I, I mean, it doesn't. It's not gonna like ruin the episode. I think it. It was fine. I just like yeah. I've been obsessing over these tiny things. After we've watched it so many times, you start to like hone in on yeah. these weird things. Yeah. Well, sometimes there's like movie posters that like you know <coughs> the main character isn't the one on the like you know for example. I don't uh, know Luke if Skywalker that applies to like textbooks. But that's, I mean, that's different. <laughs> I don't that's, think that's, yeah. That's, do you yeah. want to hear what uh, yeah. dusted dusted yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dusted by Lawrence Miles, Lars Peterson, and Krista Dixon, which is a great book. Everybody should go buy it. Um, it's a Buffy book. Every episode it lists. A, oh yeah, it's a Buffy and analysis book. They also have a version of Angel called Redeemed. Um, but they address this in the glitches section. Every single episode they have a glitches section. So in this it says, 
Cordelia searches through one of Giles's books for Durkindestad, and it's not there. Then she notices a picture uh, of it on the cover of the same volume, allowing her to phone Buffy with the relevant information. It's possible this is a deliberate mistake and meant to underline Cordelia's hopelessness with research, but it's also hard to swallow. So I guess the idea is that... So they that, say nothing, ultimately. What they're saying is nothing. I guess the only idea they kind of say is that it's Cordelia's not really reading it. Well, I mean, I guess... That she's kind of like, ugh, this sucks. And she's just not reading the book. I could buy that she didn't see it. Well, because also she wasn't the one who... She closed it. It wasn't like, not that she didn't see it. She just didn't connect it. Like, yeah. she closed it and then Giles was like, uh, doy, that's the guy. <laughs> so I don't Could've know. I mean, she might have seen it and not known. Like, that bothers mm-hmm. me. My biggest thing is, like, why seeing that cover, they made that connection because that's not... <clears throat> How it looks in the drawing. Because they only Buffy has seen him. The biggest thing that bothered me that was a minor detail this episode, I like for some reason hooked on to like the grave they were fighting in front of in the beginning. That was this episode, right? The grave they were fighting said Alpert. Alpert. For some reason I could not stop it. I mean, it was like a small thing. Instead of instead of Albert, the grave's name was Alpert. Maybe his name was Albert. I know his name was Albert, but I was like, what kind of name is that? Like why It's like Albert, but with a Yeah, a P but why? Yeah, and then the whole episode yeah. I was like Albert. I think that made me just start noticing these little things. Here lies Albert. What's his last name? Nope, he's like Cher. Albert. I'm Albert. sure it's a real name. It just really distracted me. I was also um, confused uh, when Giles has the good line about like Cordelia's like I was left out of the loop on gifts. Like I didn't know we were bringing gifts, and Giles was like it's traditional among people, but he brings grapes. Yeah. Like he says something back, he's like grapes. He's I'm like, eating the grapes that he's gifting as well. At one point, you see him like pop one in his mouth. That's pretty funny. I'm sure it's just like a little like funny thing like thrown in, but I'm just like it's like oh balloons. <laughs> Apparently in Avengers. Great. Uh, you know the scene where they're talking about like how Shield might have secrets, and they're also like when Tony's like looking through all the stuff he's like stealing from Shield, and mm-hmm. they're all in, like the helicarrier. Um, the blueberries he's eating out of that bag, he would uh, uh, he would get so hungry on set he would hide food, and so that was just this package of blueberries he had hidden in that's the set. That's so funny. And that's when he's like blueberries, and like you, and it cuts to Mark Ruffalo's face, and Mark Ruffalo's like, uh, sure, because he's really deciding in the moment nice. if he wants to eat a blueberry or not. Oh, little fun facts. Fun facts of fun snacks. Facts and snacks with facts. Another (laughs) fun fact is, so the villain in this episode, I'm going to pronounce it incorrectly, the Durkindestad. You said it. You did it. So Joss Whedon created him. It's Freddy Krueger, Nose Feratu, and the Boogeyman. I thought that Joss said that he, I read one thing online. No, no, no. You mean you're... (laughs) Helen's already like uh, anticipating that she's gonna get that stuff. She's just like, you're like, I read one thing. She's like, okay, fine, I'm wrong. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, It's all wrong. Here's here's, here's why I'm I'm bringing this up. Because you are right. Because you are right. I know, it's really bad. I need to get over it. Yes. You're like, it's fine. I'll never talk again. (laughs) I'm just horrible. Uh, Because there's so many shots in the basement. Uh, or boiler room, if you really want to bring it to the full circle, where it totally is ripoffs of Freddy Krueger. Like it's not ripoffs, but homages, where he's like dragging his hands yeah. across the wall and stuff. It's shot for shot, mm-hmm. like yeah. Nightmare. Yeah, um, which I have not seen. Some yeah, which apparently I spoiled a major thing for Nightmare on Elm Street last night to Mia and because you thought that me. like any normal person I would know that Johnny. Well, Depp I can't was say it. Well, you already oh, said yeah. it. You That's spoiled the Johnny Depp. Well, because I was like, "Have you ever seen that movie? Johnny Depp gets sucked into a bed," and she was like, uh, "I didn't even know Johnny Depp was in that movie. Yeah. Stop spoiling it." And I was like, "I just mostly didn't want to know he was in it." It's like a really iconic scene because we were gonna do." 
no, well, because we it. were gonna do a Mia hasn't seen shit episode about it. Uh, we're gonna um, do. I but ruined it that. No, no, no it's just because it's not out. a Netflix anymore. I have. Every, yeah, I know. I own every oh, yeah, single you do. movie of that came up in a Yeah, but session. we want to like have it on Netflix so everyone can watch along. But John Thank said you. that it wasn't inspired by Freddy Krueger. Oh yeah, back to in the thing you were saying. Interview I was reading. He said that it was a thing where you're scared of this thing as a kid thing. Was what Joss said. But was that a direct quote? Yeah, from Joss. It was this thing where you're scared of a thing when you're scared of a thing, kid thing. No, it was like it's <laughs> is that a, what it he was said? a thing where you're scared of this thing as a kid thing. I think is the exact quote. Uh, I, I I was very resp- I was like oh these are very quotation marks that they're using, but um, within like the Joss quote. <laughs> I know it sounded like you're literally talking about the punctuation. But, oh wow, great font. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but. It totally is Freddy Krueger, and that's why I was like weirded out by that because someone asked Joss, and he was like, "No, it's not. I came up with it." And I was like, "I don't know, man. Well, maybe, it looks a lot like Freddy Krueger." I don't know. Maybe in like, the context, he was saying not the character is not Freddy oh, Krueger. Yeah. Well, it's weird because it, it looks like Freddy Krueger, and then it also looks like the Boogeyman. Because if you think of like uh, "Don't Look Under the Bed," mm-hmm. that's what that creature like reminds me of. That and kind of, I want to say the movie Boogeyman, but I don't know if that's correct. Or maybe the Jeeper, the Creeper from Jeepers. Maybe Creepers. that's yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily when you see it up close, but in his from attire. Yeah. He regularly but mostly is the wearing boogeyman hats. from Don't Look Under the Bed. Um mm-hmm. this episode was supposed to be a season one episode. Yeah. Would I think you can sense, sense that in Or that. at least not between the two episodes in specific. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anywhere else. It, when you, Your heart's yeah. broken and then you go to the hospital. Yeah, when you finish the previous episode, you just do not want to watch this. And like, if you know it's kind of like, we're watching it and I've already seen it, but I'm just like, nope, I hate Weird. this right now. It makes you hate the episode, even though the episode's it's not really bad. Episode, yeah. yeah. If it was in season one, it would make a lot more sense. Or even earlier in season two. Or just not been, after yeah. this episode mm-hmm. and before the next episode. Before Angelus. Like, just put it somewhere before Angelus. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do like that Angelus coming. That scene's great, but you can put that scene in a much more appropriate episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it was Xander pre-passion. I think pre-passion. Yeah. I just think one of my biggest pet peeves, and mm. I don't know if this is something that still happens in TV or if they stop doing once they try to start making things more serialized, is I've noticed a lot of shows that I watch do this and like, X-Files does this. Sorry, I said X-Files. But it's Bingo. like... Uh, <laughs> well, like a really serious episode will happen. And then they'll just throw in, like, I think they did it, they do it a lot in season two of X-Files, and, like, it's probably because of Jillian Anderson's pregnancy, but it's like, oh, Scully gets abducted, Mulder goes off and does this vampire episode, and then the next episode is Mulder dealing with, like, his feelings. So it's like, or, like, Scully, like, almost dies in this other thing, and then it's like, oh, this next episode is just a random fucking episode about this thing, and then the episode after, like, oh, now we're gonna deal with it. And I hate it so much, because you have this episode where something, like, crazy happens and like clearly the characters need to deal with this but then you throw in like this random filler episode mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't hate this episode but this literally could have gone in anywhere else. I, I have heard and then that they go to the next episode that like before back in the day I don't know what I mean by back in the day yeah. but I have heard that some arbitrary meaning of back in the day in that the sometimes they would not have control of when the episodes aired Maybe. Uh, um, I know that I just know that with cartoons that would sometimes happen and they would air them out of order mm-hmm. um, I think with some sitcoms that happened where it's like stuff was yeah. supposed to be yeah. in like aired in a different way and it just you guys didn't think get aired this episode that was way. supposed to like totally go to a different time like no no this one has like, like indicators no reference though. to Jenny though right? no there is there is, yeah. there is. Oh. No, there, Joyce there is. mentions her yeah. no this is this is where it goes I'm just saying for the X-Files but, it, but I mean it's also me. one of those things where like maybe they, they could have added in that scene where Joyce is like I don't know if this is out of place but like sorry that like how happened. at the end of Thor 2 like they just green screen Loki and 
Yeah, like apparently they reshot that scene. Like that, they were just like, "Oh, this is a great place I to just, go." Well, I do always think it's Same interesting when things mm-hmm. like clearly aren't happening, or and they have to like insert things or take out things so it makes sense. Because like it even happens. I know that they've done it with Castle too. That's another bingo spot. Um, <laughs> you're giving these people freebies. I don't know why you're acting like, like you're the bad no, guy. No, but it's no, like but sometimes <laughs> like something will like sometimes like an event will happen. So it's like like say how they didn't they delayed the season finale of Mr. Robot because there was a shooting and like there are like there was a Castle episode where they're like okay we have to like take this episode out or like move it because like and then it's they usually can add in other scenes yeah. Yeah. and so they either have to like remove an episode and like it doesn't come back until like oh hey we're gonna randomly insert it into this season mm-hmm. even though we like had this episode for this other point in time I see but we couldn't saying. air it there was a friends yeah. episode that never got aired Wait, where Chan- Chandler mm-hmm. and Monica it was getting, that about are airport security getting back that's for why. their uh, honeymoon yeah oh yikes yeah yeah and then Scary. he made a joke about like hijacking the plane or something like that. Yeah, it was yeah. It, yeah. And then you know you can't joke at the airport security. Yeah. Then he gets like yeah. they get detained or something. Yeah. Um, um, it's a really funny scene, but obviously at the time it was like oh 9/11. too soon. Don't even yeah. bring up airports at all. Yeah. Yeah. No airports. Yeah. <laughs> no airports allowed. Yeah. And that's our bell, which means we are oh. almost out of time. Um, yeah, we. I think we covered everything, right? Oh, you know, I'll say one thing really quickly before we fully move on from the episode. Hey, props to that kid for getting thrown across the basement. He took his lumps. He just I liked those kids. With it. I kind of yeah. weirdly liked those smart. kids. They were smart. They were like the goonies of that hospital. They were. It <laughs> reminded oh. me of something I couldn't place, like a goonies yeah. type of thing, where they're like running around mm-hmm. and the, scurrying in yeah. the sewers. Like that yeah. was very it, hospital yeah. rats. You know what? This episode, like, would ha- maybe have been benefited from, but they probably wouldn't have done this. Go on. In kind of like a. Uh, like in a Doctor Who Blink situation how it's like it follows Sally Sparrow and she's yeah. like a totally separate character it's like if this was if this fought, like was a Goonies episode and it followed the kids and that Buffy oh, and the gang and she's more of like a like legend the, yeah. yeah and that they heard cool. and he and the kids saying to her like I know who she is yeah she like she kills the vampires blah 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 like that could have been cool if she I was like I think that that's background. like in the in the sequel like mind canon that's mm-hmm. in the sequel because he like when he gives her the pa- the yeah. picture at the end that's like it hints that that's the new mm-hmm. legend at the hospital that she's like the hero who mm-hmm. fights the monsters which is very Doctor Maybe Who. Maybe he's the one mm-hmm. who came up with the intro bit where he's like into every generation there's Born a Slayer be alone we'll yeah. yeah. But I actually like this episode it's just it was I think it's just too many emotions from the previous episode. Watch yeah it's just such a it's it's a very weird episode because like it's you're, scary. you're put in the mind of someone who is sick. Mm-hmm. Is it the only? It's unhealthy. Is it the only Buffy hospital adventure episode? Well, there's no. Some there's some other ones that come up later. Oh, the ones that yeah. Some ones that have to do with bodies. Oh. Uh, so what we do is, uh, and it, with our extra activity, extra. Oh my God, Becca Scott is gonna haunt extra me for the rest of my life. Curricular activities. activities. We're gonna come up with something on the spot, completely made up and inspired by the episode. It could be a local commercial. It could be a jingle. It could be a rap. It could be anything. Holland Farkas decides. So Holland, what are we doing this week? Okay, uh, so I liked that Buffy's drink is two parts orange juice and one part green yeah, juice. Yeah, I was yeah. wondering if you're gonna bring that's that up. Drink. Oh, that seemed like we a didn't go thing. over their bratty kid moment at the end. We'll play that. It up was terrible. Okay, yeah, we'll play that later. Joyce is a saint. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Xander has the cheesy chips though. Is it's awful, but it is. It's really funny. funny. It's really <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go on, Holly. I just want, um, I don't know where I was going with this. So maybe like, I want like a, like a Buffy themed like bar or like a, now I'm just thinking Ooh. about real life. Oh, all right. Let's do it. Let's I do it. Let's okay, each come so up with a drink we... for a Buffy themed okay. bar. All right. Mm. Or just multiple drinks for maybe like and a, you have to like, like sell book, it. Like a beverage book. Or... Yeah. I mean, give the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. 
It's two parts orange juice, two parts love, three parts salt and vinegar, and one part vodka. Okay. Um, but that's a big part. It is called... <laughs> that's not how parts work, but go on. They're not equal size parts. Okay, sure, sure. It is called the Slam Drinker. And you drink it, and man, oh man, does it make you forget any kind of sickness. Because not only does it get you drunk, it supplants itself in your system so you don't lose any of your vocal inhibitions, so you don't, like, slur or spit on people. And it also cures illness within a three-hour period. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I would never, the salt and vinegar part. <laughs> it, salt and vinegar and orange juice. Actually, salt and vinegar chips and orange juice. Mm. Mm. Good Sounds work. good. Mm. Work. Well, yeah. there, like, there are drinking vinegars, <laughs> and so it could just be Well, like apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is from the beer bad section of the menu, which is the cocktail section. No, no beer. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Yes, teaser, but not spoiler. It's no, just a thing. Right. We can tease. Um, this is this is a little cocktail called the refrigerator flu. Ooh. <laughs> it comes in a vial. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that really bothered me in the episode. It comes in a little vial, like a shooter. Do you drink the whole thing? Uh, yeah, you drink the whole oh, thing. Oh, um, And it's very strong. It's got some absinthe in there. Because uh, it helps you see things that, you know, other people uh, can't, can't see. And you feel mm. quite feverish. Um, and, and that looks perfectly clear and, and milky. And you're supposed to do it like a, yeah, you're supposed to shoot it. It's got a little, little honey in there because a spoonful mm. of sugar helps the medicine go down. Oh, reference nice. to another property. <laughs> what, what am I gonna is Disney gonna no, come and give no, a no, cease and desist for that it's, it's <laughs> covering a lot of bases I like it uh, this drink is on the also the beer bath section of the menu it's like a cocktail it's more it's more fun cocktail uh, a lighter cocktail um, it has some blue curaco mm. um, and lemonade What's so curacao? it has it's that uh, blue liquor uh, blue yeah, drink. That, that blue drink the blue drink um, and also some lemonade so it has a kind of a greenish color, mm. um, and also a, a bit of gin. That's probably a weird thing to mix, but sounds good to me. Sure. Um, and it's called the the amphibian. Oh, um, wow. so it's kind of like a like a green frog color drink. Uh, it is favored by by Willow. She gets it every time she comes in here. Good one. Love Willow. Didn't realize that a herpetologist with us. <laughs> Mine is a um, is a wine cooler. With a splash, uh, with um, with some fruits in it, and a splash of whiskey, mm. and I call it the Joyce. And if you replace the wine cooler with Bovro, it's actually called a Midnight Tweed. What is a Bovro? What's Bovro? That's what Giles drinks. It's what teaches. What drinks. is it though? What it's is like, it? Uh, well, we saw it was like a powdery drink that you dry, you put in hot water, right? Didn't we say it was like pork? I think it's like a whiskey. You said it was pork. Don't drag <laughs> no, us into see- your. Trail would, of lies, why did you Chris? say it was pork? To your pig pen of lies. I think it's, no, I think it's really fancy because I've, I've actually, I've since, like seen, blood, I've since seen a bottle. I think it's just a really fancy, like, high proof whiskey or something. Because oh. I think like Bovaro is like a, I think it's, it's like a brand, brand name. name. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of whiskey. whiskey I just put in that drink then. I think it's a whiskey. So it's whiskey with fruits. Correct us if you we're wrong. Right. Which we probably are. Midnight tweed. Wait, so did you had? Did you say you had box wine or something? What kind no, of no, wine? no. Originally, it was wine cooler. It was a wine cooler. So you Pop put that same of amount of wine, like as whiskey, as you would wine. Yes. Yeah, that is a lot. Giles needs it. 
He's yeah. had a hard day. When you have those dark ages. Mm. And that concludes our uh, our drink selection. Please drop by that bar. What would we call that bar? The bronze, the bronze. obviously. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are you thinking? Like an idiot. <laughs> uh, should we start a Patreon where people can donate to us trying to open the bronze? I no. don't think we should start one because there's a lot to go into like opening a business. Well, so I don't step think one is money. No, no, no. Because <laughs> Listen to the music man over here. The problem is if people are <laughs> instrument. If, if people donate to a crowdfunding campaign, like you should make sure they get something out of it because my biggest pet peeve is people who do crowdfunding campaigns and then don't deliver and then don't mm-hmm. actually make the thing that they said they were going to create. We're giving them hope. Mm-hmm. We're giving them love. Mm-hmm. We're giving and them then care. they're basically just stealing people's money. <laughs> right. I, well, in it's this case, I think with a Patreon, <laughs> if, if Jowen told me what a Patreon was correctly. Did you not know what Patreon was before? No, Jowen told me the other day. So it's like an ongoing they thing. They pay you, yeah. It's like a piggyback. Yeah. It's, it's, they pay you. But that's, that's, not, really, but that's not really, thing. it wouldn't really be like they pay you gradually so that you can do one big thing at the end. <laughs> Patreon is like to fund they a person making their things. They continue to do a like, service for that. Like if we were doing our, if we had a Patreon for two bro geeks, it would be like, oh, because you're putting out this content all the time, we're going to pay. We like, give you exclusive. It's like NPR. Like, you know? Okay, so that's the wrong website. But we'll start no. a piggy bank. I don't think there's a site any... called Piggy Bank <laughs> where you can send where people Where you get the pigs. funding for this website? From the Patreon. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us uh, for our fever dream discussion. Yeah. Um, oh Killed by death. Um, thank you so much to our guest, Mirosella, for joining us. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Where can they find you? Um, they can find me at youtube.com slash two broke geeks with the number two uh, with you also. We haven't made videos in a while, but Why you know. Why do you say it that way? We because, both say it that way. Because like, for people I don't know. Write out because they, yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. That's why. That's why I say it that. We're way. like T O O, like two broke. Two, geeks. Oh, that's We're good. two geeks are two We're broke. Two broke. Damn, these are two broke geeks. Yeah. We're two broke. And then um, I'm also on Twitter at Mia Rissella and also at Two Broke Geeks. And that's yeah. how do you pronounce your last name? Rissella. Okay. The way you said it, it Did you sounded think I like... pronounced it wrong. No, 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 no. The way you said it, it I guess because you said Mia, it sounded like you were saying Mia Riasella, and I was like, wait, what? Mia Riasella. Google always thinks I'm trying to say it. it's like, did you mean reseller? That's what it is. <laughs> Mia Riasella. Each time I type. Hey, you in. got a thing that you bought from someone you want me to sell again? Riasella. <laughs> Call it Mia Riasella. Yes. <laughs> Down at the docks. Uh, uh, how about you, Chris? Where can they find you? Hmm. Hello. <laughs> um, my name is Chris Bramante, and you can find me on the internet as Amontioc, um, which is my personal given self name. Uh, and then you can also find me with a musical improv group called Robot Teammate and the Accidental Party, robotteammate.com, and Twitter, Periscope, Robot Teammate. How about you, Holland? Uh, my name is Holland Farkas. You can find me on Twitter at Holland Farkas. My website is hollandfarkas.com. There you can find my writing, my photos and also I think it's linked to my Twitter if you really want to go back to my Twitter because that's the Twitter is the, the best thing that's the thing that I uh, update the most um, also I work for Rocket Jump uh, and I'm on their Twitch three days a week Monday, Wednesday, Friday uh, it's a fun time great <laughs> and I'm Omar you can also find me at youtube.com slash 2 geeks as well as on Twitter number 2 broke geeks you can also find me on my personal at Omar Najam I love to just um, post pictures of my cat Oliver uh, and you but not find, of his cat PJ. No, that's not my cat. Oh. He's cat. Oh. Uh, yeah. Now you, now you understand. Now I get it. Mine's the handsome charcoal gentleman. I'm like, wow, he really hates PJ. I just don't take pictures of other people's cats or other people's things. I do. I take pictures of my roommate's cat all the time. <laughs> 
weird. Because want to see how he's sleeping today? <laughs> no, we, let's we'll look at these pictures he afterwards. Was no, no, this on doesn't his make back sense to like put on a microphone. Human. Should we plug the Percast? Uh, uh, check out Stephen's yeah, podcast. Yeah, the Percast. Uh, Actually, my episode of the Percast might come out the same week that this. Oh, so check out Stephen's out. Uh, podcast, Percast, where he talks to people about their cats. And you can always check out everything Sunnydale Study Group related at SSG Podcast. Again, that's at SSG Podcast on Twitter, as well as Facebook.com slash Sunnydale Study Group. The cat is literally sleeping on its back like a human. It's pretty impressive. We have to put that on Facebook. Uh, you can also check us out on Instagram, where we might also post this picture of the cat sleeping on its back. That's just Sunnydale Study Group on Instagram. Please tweet at us. Send us messages. Let us know your thoughts. If you have any feedback, if there's stuff that you don't like, if there's stuff that you want us to change, please let us know. We would love to hear your thoughts. Thank you again for all of your support for the podcast. Thank you to our guest, Mia, for dropping by. And we will be back next week with our special guest, Dale. She'll be back. Dale. For episode Dale. 19, I Daily only advice for you. All right. We'll be back next week. So until then, pack up your bags, pick up your books. We'll see you then. Bye. This is our recording Kill by Death. Everyone ready? Yep, yep, yep. Energy up. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> it's all right. It's real. Uh. <laughs>